4: Hi, we're Football Book Club Podcast, and we need your support. Now, let's let's drop the appeal music. Hi, everyone. James here, and I just want to tell you about the brand new Football Book Club Club, which you can join to receive bonus weekly episodes, access to exclusive member events, and your very own Football Book Club book book bookmark, all for the same price as a used copy of Darren Huckabee's 2007 book, Hucks. So if you enjoy the podcast and need to hear more afterwards, head to patreon.com forward slash football book club. Enjoy the episode. Craig Bellamy, attacker and temperamental Welsh wizard. Played for Liverpool, Cardiff, Man City, Coventry, Blackburn, Newcastle, Norwich, Celtic, and West Ham. League Cup winner, Champions League runner up, 78 caps for Wales, 5 for the Great Britain Olympic team, remember them? Loves a round of golf with John Arnerisa, plus author. But let's see what the book club and our guest Steph Guerrero thought of Craig's 2013 book, Good Fella,
5: in this week's football book club kieran dyer his financial advisor and john fashion who all said it
1: was fine i I do feel like i should have said earlier that if we're going to carry on with these court proceedings martin o'neill should probably be here
2: oh it's my old my old boss grandpa hi (laughs) hi boss grandpa
4: hello and welcome to football book club the only book club where instead of literary classics each week we read another footballer's autobiography less catch 22 more ethan Amperdoo
1: yes uh, that kind of works yes. yeah oh, God. yes yes yes
4: <laughs> steph loves it was yeah. that
1: something a, f- a, f- a listener sent in or was that one of yours <laughs> how long has been spent it, on that that's dependent on the reaction that i gave it. <laughs> <laughs> it,
4: uh, it was a listener
1: yeah. Oh, I love that thing nah, was, That is it was me Nah, it was that's me That's smart
4: <laughs> No, it was it was someone called Halcyon Publishing That was a whole publishing house
2: Wow we Wow, stuff, they,
5: they spent a long time on it uh,
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They probably probably had like meetings Intensive like brainstorms Okay, what books we got? Yeah yeah,
5: yeah. <laughs> We've got, we got Andy McNabb, Phil Baer. Yeah. No, oh, no, very that does
2: We haven't had the, oh. no, that No, yeah. that's,
4: that's, that's better yeah, than that most of one? the ones we get sent Come on So no offence to our Yeah, forget
2: Catch 22
1: Right, cut that out and we'll use it next week Yeah, yeah, round me
4: and thanks to Steph Guerrero for sending in... Uh, Think audio. of this as a
1: writing meeting, guys.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm James Bug, and over the weeks we'll be reading classics on the show, such as Rob Lee's Come In Number 37 and Ewan Roberts' All I Want for Christmas. But today we're reading Craig Bellamy's "Good Fella," written with the journalist Oliver Holt, and reading it with me, Jack Bernhardt. Hello.
5: James Balgen.
4: Hello. And please welcome to the show broadcaster and star of the brilliant socially distant sports bar... Steph Guerrero!
5: The third best one from the Woo. social distance
4: sports world. No.
5: Absolutely. Would... Alistair said no. Mike's not into football enough. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm here. It's all good. It's fine.
2: Oh, God. Were you cc'd on that email? Yeah, <laughs> I, I get
5: looped into all these fights. Oh, oh, God. I, oh, no.
2: Okay. To be honest, our second
4: biggest guest we've had on the show was uh, the guy who used to sell Christmas trees to Glenn Roder. So that was uh, <laughs> that's the, le- that's the level of... Uh, <laughs> Level of guests we have on the show. That's so fine.
5: I fit in nicely, <laughs> though. This is good. Well, we've had, we've yeah. had
4: loads of great guests. We've had loads of amazing guests, um, <laughs> including yourself. How are you? Are you excited to talk about Wales's most misunderstood son today?
5: I, I love everything about Craig Bellamy. I, I love the nastiness, the petulance, the silliness. I love the fact that he's passionate about playing for Wales and Very. still played for the Great Britain football team in the Olympics. I, 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 Was that so, controversial? Oh, hugely. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, okay. But but I love the fact that he's just this contradiction. And yes. I think that probably sums him up more than anything, is just, yeah, I'm massively passionate about Wales. Yes, I want to play for Great Britain.
4: <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. And he's. I, I think I went into this book with a lot of preconceptions about Craig Bellamy, and uh,
5: they were they were challenged. I, I think, yeah, it's incredibly serious at the start. But yeah. Yeah, like really, re- really dark um, yeah, <laughs> It's it. just one of those ones where I started reading it And I thought, I don't think I've chosen The right book for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the this The fun fits.
2: comedy podcast The comedy podcast, we're all having a good time joking Yeah, we're all joking. really
5: enjoying this And his mates are all on glue yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or, they, Glade. or Glade Or Glade, or Glade. Yeah. Or a... yes, yes, sniffing Glade. air fresheners Is that a thing? Different layer Woof <laughs>
2: I I did not realise that was a thing.
1: No, <laughs> no.
4: we are it, in, as we've proven with uh, when we talked about drugs in the past in the show, though we have very little understanding of, yeah. of it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the the world of Glade uh, is something
1: <laughs> not been opened up to us so far. I was a Febreze kind of guy, so I didn't really yeah. hear of the. Of I would the Glade probably try
2: stuff. with like blue, you know, the toilet. Oh the toilet yeah, yeah, there.
1: yeah, yeah. Plug-ins, not so much. The, the Glade plugins doesn't really... Because that just fumes anyway. I don't think that's... Just that's... stand over it and wait for the... Yeah, just hovering over the plug socket. 30 minutes.
4: Cool. So that's uh that's Glade chat sorted. That was uh, the first, <laughs> first, first segment of the show. So Every that's... week we have to have a Glade chat. I mean, usually it's quite hard to get in. So I'm glad we have got it in quite quickly. Thanks to our sponsors, Glade. Uh, helping it with this perfect tie-in. So for those who haven't listened, Social Distance Sports Bar brilliant show which you started just before lockdown or just as lockdown started just
5: as lockdown started yeah yeah, yeah bang on sort of be a year ago now yeah yeah bang yeah, on a yeah, year ago and yeah part of the four so we do youtube clips we do documentaries that are sports based and then a book that we kind of talk about but it just it, it never is about that anyway it's just no. it, that's, yeah that's your jump off point and then it goes massively off. yeah the
4: book. <laughs> yeah well, it's yourself yeah. and it's James and Mike Bubbins. And it's, it, it really is It really is a great listen. Um, but like I said, you, as you mentioned, you do read a book very often there. Are you kind of fuming that, you know, you came on another podcast and we forced you to read another book in your time off from the
5: show? I thought, that's fine. That's fine. That'll be okay. <laughs> okay. And then Stop. I would say three hours ago, I was like, he's at Liverpool for the first time. Hang on. He hasn't even gone to...
2: West card Cardiff, oh no, oh no. This happens a lot when reading these books where you're like, this is going to be fun. And then you get like, you're 500 pages in and you haven't yet, we've done like uh, Stephen Gerrard's book. With yeah, particularly- he hasn't been born yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh God, he-, he hasn't even had the first transfer rumour to Chelsea. What are we doing? It's, yeah, it's a long, long slog. Yes. So thank you. That's cool. It, yeah, <laughs> it's cool.
1: James, obviously you're a big Liverpool fan as well. Big fan of Bellamy? I have I've always loved Bellamy okay and um, Bellas I'm going to call him Bellas okay um yeah he's a he's obviously a rascal um but I just find him incredibly likable and I think he was like he was a great exciting player but I liked that he was you know especially with maybe sort of like when was it around the time 10 12 years ago he was one of the few players who would speak his mind and I think we all remember that John Terry uh, comment in that interview. he Did he was very much like heart on his sleeve. Yeah, said what he thought. Yeah, didn't really care. Wait,
2: what was the what was the John Terry interview? Sorry,
1: it was after the Wayne Bridge game, wasn't it? Um, yeah, and he was just like, I don't want to talk about that guy. We know what he's like. We all know what he's like, or something. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> live on Sky Sports. I love that about him. I love that about <laughs> That's him.
2: That's so funny.
1: Yeah, I've always had a soft spot for Bellamy. Um. But yeah, I don't know. He obviously he takes he takes no prisoners, but I just think he sort of got away with it to a point because he was quite likable. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. I, he's, again, as it, I think it says, on the in the inlet of the book, it does say how you know if he plays for your team, you love him. If he doesn't, well, you're not too keen. And he did. He never played for Spurs, but I feel like he did because well, he played for most teams, and he was linked with well, Spurs. Spurs. He was linked with Spurs every times. ten minutes, like he yeah. especially under where you we were always like, well. It's Bellamy time. <laughs> it's always seemed like the, yeah. the next logical set would be for that. So I've got a bit of a soft spot for him for that. But let's see if the book lived up to all our expectations as we read Craig Bellamy's Good Fella. Okay, over the show we're going to go to more depth about the book. We'll have a dramatic reading, a quiz at the end and we'll be getting to know Craig and our new friend Steph Guerrero. But first...
2: Let's see what Jackie loves it. He's our new friend. <laughs> he's our new friend. It just There's something quite creepy about saying, we're going to get to know our new friend. He's our room. new friend. Yeah. He is. Welcome to our new friend. Like like uh, we've been I... forced into the same room together by I... like our <laughs> parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is your new friend. Play nicely with Steph around. One, one of your dad's
5: work colleagues has turned up with a kid. Yeah. You don't want to socialise with him. <laughs> he's got weird knitwear
1: on. But you've got it. You've got to get on with it.
5: You've got lovely... For the listeners, you've got lovely,
4: lovely knitwear lovely knitwear on today steph thank Very nice.
1: let him have a go on pest 2 don't hog it
4: <laughs> should we see what amazon's saying about the book yes yeah. on. Yeah. let's go into it the book has 4.4 stars brace yourselves from 430 reviews a lot of people said that i thought, shut up. i shall not shut up steph that is the truth that's, <laughs> there that's, are. Not that's
2: remarkable reviews.
4: i thought it's got an obscure book but Nope. Everyone's read it, apparently. Wow. Marcus Hanneman for context, Steph. Uh, We read his book, uh, his Premier League diary. Zero reviews. Zero (laughs) reviews that book had had. Um, (laughs) And I think most of them usually are in the single figures, but this one, hugely, hugely read, apparently. There was this two-star review, though, uh, from L6KRB hiding behind a screen name, I assume. Uh, It was called Not Impressed, and it reads... (laughs) It's a good review of this. I have read four biographies of footballers associated with Newcastle United over the holiday period. Terry <laughs> Mack, <laughs> Shay wow. Given, Craig Bellamy and Paul Ferris. And they were all typical and boringly consistent with professional <laughs> footballers. The exception was Paul Ferris's autobiography, which was well written and interesting, revealing the issues of growing up in Belfast during the Troubles. His book outshone the other three books. So there we go. That was L6KRB's review of Paul Ferris's
5: autobiography, apparently. Terry McDermott didn't contain enough about the Troubles for him, or neither did Bellamy. (laughs) Yeah, Bellamy should have waited. You've gone to the wrong section of the library,
1: haven't you?
2: (laughs) I want something by a Newcastle player, but I also really want to know about the history of Northern Ireland. Perfect. If only, like, Chris, Bunt, uh,
4: Chris Brunt had played in that Olympics team or something, then he might have been able to weigh in on some uh, Northern history <laughs> or something, and it, everything would have been covered.
2: You can't say they were all terrible and out of four books and then say that one was okay. That's like 25% of those books was good. Yes. How dare you? I mean, c- considering
4: the hit rate on our show, that's pretty good. <laughs>
2: that's 20, good.
4: We'd take 25%.
5: But also, what a terrible holiday. <laughs> 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 what? You... <laughs> I spent yeah. f- my entire holiday reading four Newcastle United-related biographies.
4: It was it was a miserable Christmas for L6KRb <laughs> that year. I'm not sure what year he read that wrote that review, but it was a bad one. But yeah. uh, what did we think of Craig's book, Steph? As you mentioned, you read a load of books on yeah. sports bar. Did yeah. it? Did this, did this hold up?
5: The, like I said, I for the first bit of it, I was just worried that I'd picked something that was way too. Glade related um, I, I don't know if you've ever read a book where a scout from Pentwin Dynamos turns up in page 29 ready to sign him for the local Cardiff team and I thought this is too in depth this is too silly but it's it's, it's good it's 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 actually it's good I wouldn't yeah. go further than good actually it's good <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I was going to build it's very yeah. good it's not yeah. very good it's good Yeah, it's good is what it is
4: I, I think that's. A, I, don't, that's, that's I, I think that's a, probably the consensus. I'm going to guess we're going to say on there. James, similar
1: thoughts? Good. Yeah, I'd say so. Good is probably the ceiling, but I think <laughs> in some ways, I was thinking this is. Sort of more like the book that Jermaine Pennant should have been in a way. Oh wow. Mm, like that's a oh, good shout. Like, that's a, that's there was an element of self point. reflection and a sort of desire to look at his past behaviour. Immediate immediately he
4: alienating did- Steph. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the book that you haven't <laughs> read.
1: Uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but like he he like he takes responsibility for some of his past actions and reflects on it more so than Pennant does. I like Pennant kinda does, but then goes back on it. Whereas Bellamy seems to sort of he doesn't he sort of he takes some responsibility. He doesn't blame others too much, which I thought was quite good.
4: Yeah, it's it's quite psychological. A lot of it. He, he kind of yeah, Surprisingly, so he talks about uh, the chimp complex. Is that what it's called? He talks.
5: Yeah, about yeah. He yeah. said all his work with Steve Peters. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. Which
5: I, yeah, it's it, that sort of side of things surprised me. I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Same. But then he also does justify every single sending off. <laughs> as being you know and then i headbutted him
2: (laughs) (laughs) and i was right too
5: yeah and i was right too but i can see why the ref set me
1: off
2: i can, i can see why you know one could see why headbutting is bad but i would argue it's good
1: (laughs) although if if materachi pins me as well i'd probably done the same thing he pinched he liked winding people up didn't he, materazzi materazzi is trouble materazzi yeah he loves winding people up jack
2: so, you also like winding people up. Usually. I do like winding people up. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> love winding people up. Love pinching people, which has made lockdown very hard. Yeah, um, <laughs> difficult time for you. Difficult time for me. Um, I thought it was really good. Um, I think I I like like Steph. I thought this is going to be like a really hard hitting book, and then I think it kind of it sort of peters out a little bit weirdly in in certain places. You're like, this is going to be like edgy and cool. Mm. I'm going to find out loads of stuff. There's not very much. He doesn't really seem to have much like fun in it. Like there's very it's because he's had a very sad and upsetting career in a lot of, in a lot of ways. So it's not going Keep to be like fun Jack. for that reason. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like <Yeah>. a bit, <laughs> it is really weird because like a lot of funny things happen in this book, but yes. he also seems to be entirely miserable, and that makes it yeah. quite hard to read. It's like a therapy session.
5: Yeah, it's, it's like he's written down his sessions with Steve Peters. And publish them.
2: And and I suppose for the first, like, ten pages, that's really interesting. And then it sort of becomes like this, oh, my God. It becomes quite hard to... There needs to be light and shade. Like you're at Man City. Enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is for that reason. There's a lot of bits where you're just like, oh, come on.
4: But, you know, it did It didn't change my opinion on him, to be honest. Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you about my copy of the book.
2: It's oh, go on.
4: Covered, it's, again i've got an ex-library version apparently Good. craig bellamy is very popular in lutterworth leicestershire uh there's <laughs> <laughs> it's rented out five different times in uh
2: do you think that was every time every time uh, craig bellamy was linked with leicester
4: <laughs> yeah maybe well i i looked i looked up lutterworth i've been there but it was apparently i didn't realize at the time it's only like 30 minutes from coventry so maybe oh. a lot of coventry fans perhaps they're gonna be disappointed because there's not that much Coventry in the book. I like them. <laughs> yeah. If any any Coventry fans who love Glade, they're gonna really enjoy this book. Great crossover. <laughs> but yeah, my book is massively plasticed up. It looks like. It just oh, uh, yeah, saved from dust yeah I, it looks like you know that scene in american psycho where patrick bateman lays down all that plastic on the floor <laughs> all the way through that i felt like that and the reason i bring that up is because i wanted to uh, very <laughs> make a real uh loose segue to films because i don't really know why craig
2: bellamy has called yeah. the book goodfella has anyone got d- an idea d- on that no no, no. Th- there is no reason there is no reason but but about but about halfway through,
0: inexplicably,
2: yep. yes. he says, <laughs> "He's like, I was playing. You know, I was at Manch- was at Newcastle. I think I was at Newcastle. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, like I could do, I could do anything I wanted. The only way I can describe, you know, like we didn't have to queue for anything. We didn't have to, to we, you know, we were like treated like gods. The only way I can describe it, and apparently this is the only way he can describe <laughs> it, is, and he goes, he basically says, you know that bit in Goodfellas, <laughs> yeah." And then and it would be fine if it was you know a bit in Goodfellas where they're all treated like gods. It was a bit like that. That's what this scene needed. Instead, it is a full page describing Blow the, by blow, yeah. Blow by blow. I'd say like ten, fifteen minutes of Goodfellas. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It does become
4: become the novelization of Goodfellas halfway through. It does, doesn't it? It's very really... little
1: justification, yeah. I was I was expecting them to say that his nickname was Goodfellas for some reason. Nope. He nope. just he just compared being a footballer to being like Henry Hill or that he was like Joe Pesci I well, thought and, that he, was and he is a bit
5: like
4: Joe
1: Pesci yeah. is, I thought that honest. was going
5: to be the natural conclusion to it and Craig if you are listening to this Craig, I love you please, yeah. please don't
2: come and whack me
5: but I, you know I live reasonably near to him and yeah,
2: I mean that—that that goes for all of us, by the way. Oh yeah, <laughs> so
5: even we, those who don't live near to you, Greg. Please yeah, don't. Please
2: wander. don't come. Around.
4: Please don't travel no. to Walthamstow yeah. to meet us up with a golf club. one of the reasons why I chose the book initially was because why is he called a good fella? And it, sadly, I think people are going to be disappointed. There is no yeah, justification. Just for it just
1: has. In fairness, it's a great film and it's a great scene. So I yeah. did enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, that's true.
5: true. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the photograph on the front's really nice. Really, yeah. looks, yes. he looks very good looking. The photograph mm. on the back looks like he's waiting for a bus to go and work experience from <laughs> year eight, to be honest.
4: Yeah, the-
1: Jack was just showing me I haven't got the hard copy, but Jack was just showing me before um some of the some of the pictures. So the picture no.
5: cover, I would he's wearing a pair of white Adidas, um, <laughs> some jeans which are beautiful I like the jeans with the turnips, that's nice. But yep. a jumper with shirt and tie. Yeah. It it smacks of I don't know. He's going to work at the local newspaper as a tea boy.
4: He looks a bit like a <laughs> he looks a bit like a prison warden, but then with trainers. Like a prison warden has got uncomfortable oh. shoes, so he pops on trainers when he walks home.
2: He's, got four he's one latches. of those cool prison wardens, you know. Yeah, he yeah. treats the he treats the prisoners a little bit cool. He's he's not like the the naff ones, you
5: know. The other thing I would say is if you're going to write a three hundred ninety nine page book do 400 mate come on
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> tip it over the edge Pat it out yeah. take us we, we could do a couple more scenes from goodfellas good. exactly. <laughs> Yeah.
5: do, do the, do the yeah. bit
1: with the helicopters coming in when he's off yeah. his head on coke scene the where hand. they find all the bodies in various places yeah. yeah
2: or like the garlic describe alan shearer cutting garlic really really thinly with a razor blade with a razor blade yeah just... <laughs>
4: So, Steph, we discussed young Craig Bellamy a little bit. Uh, I want to talk to you about Craig Bellamy and the Wales national team because he's he's very quickly in his career involved in the Wales national team. And obviously you've worked at BBC Radio Wales over the years, a very long time, Steph, and you're a big fan of Bellamy as a Wales player?
5: a huge fan of him as a Wales player, huge um, whatever the opposite of fan is of him turning up to press conferences because of the intimidation factor involved in that. Ah, but is is he ever intimidating to you? Oh, just, just not not intentionally. Again, mm. just the presence of the man. You
3: mm-hmm. know, there are very
5: few people who scare the life out of you. Stuart Pearce always scared the life out of me whenever I interviewed him mm. because he could have me. And <laughs> Craig Bellamy in a fight could have me.
4: Interestingly, and- Stuart Pearce another person with a nickname after a film. Yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah. very
5: good. Cheers. Very good. No, I I find I always find it massively intimidating just as a presence in a room because he's the kind of person where if you say something like you know how how was the game against Finland, it could be oh you know a really intelligent answer, or it could just be what do you mean by that, and you you don't know which way it's going. Anything could go either way. So I always and I quite like that, but I also found it a little bit scary. But. He he was good and Welsh, so he was always going to be in the Wales squad from a very early age. Of course. Because at that time we didn't have, I think, the sort of depth of players that we got now. Mm. But he comes in during the Gould era, which is my favourite for stories, my least favourite for football from <laughs> being a Wales supporter. Because we were awful.
4: Yeah, it's uh, it, it in the book it sounds like an absolute shambles, it it honestly does I, I don't remember it that well, I mean what was this so late 90s, mid late 90s? The, yeah,
5: yeah, yeah it would be and uh, he <laughs> he tells the story of uh, how Bobby Gould challenged John Hartson to a fight in training <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, because like they'd had an play. argument about something and he said well let's, let's just sort it out, so he gets everyone to form a circle <laughs> And I've had this... This is a true story. This isn't just something that's kind of been hyped up. I've heard this from a lot of Wales players. This is true. This has actually happened. you got all the players to form a circle around it. Hartson apparently wasn't that keen because in the same way Bellamy could have me, of course John Hartson could have an ageing former Wolves striker in a fight. Of course he could. So... This is sort of, uh, apparently the kind of thing he used to do at Wimbledon a lot. And it just is a big bundle, very undignified. At least two of the players I've spoken to also put a foot in on Gould while he was on the floor. No way. Because, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, because that was
5: their chance.
4: Oh, my God. <laughs> It doesn't seem like a popular time
1: there. I don't think any of the players really enjoyed it. Bellamy says, "Oh, you know, I wish I could say this was unusual. This is quite a usual thing for Gold. So what? He just kept challenging people to <laughs> wrestle. <laughs> and then, actually, win. it's worth mo- it's worth mentioning that Hartson." beat him up and left him with a bloody nose so like he just kept getting beaten up by players just but kept doing it right okay me and you now yeah. are fighting right now everyone's watching and then he got beat up and they just do it again if
4: it's kind of for him to make him look dominant in front of the squad him getting yeah. like the shit kicked out of him like every couple of weeks is not going to help with that
5: But he, he used to do these ridiculous things so he, he thought it be, partly because right like i say we only had a certain amount of good players so When he'd play 11 against 11 in training, we didn't really have 22 players. So he'd wind up with the kit man playing at left back and the physio up front for the opposition. So he started playing games against teams that weren't international teams as warm-ups. So we played against Lake Norient and we lost.
4: I've heard this,
5: yeah. Bonkers. That's crazy. We played played against Cumbrian Town and he brought himself on (laughs) as a sub, scored a diving header despite the fact that he wasn't Welsh and he was in his mid-50s at the time. So quite what he was warming up for in that game. I don't wow. know. It's a hell of a goal, mind.
2: Did, wait, sorry. Did, did that count towards, like, did he play for Wales? Did that I don't count I, I, as a I, I, No, he does not in
5: the for it. Yeah. No, no. But he used to... And he played, they played against the media once as well. They had, like, a <laughs> game... The actual, before we played Germany, the warm-up that week was against the Welsh media... And Bobby Gould dropped someone from the starting lineup because they played crap against the press. Wow! So he didn't get to play against oh Germany gosh. because they didn't put in a good enough performance against someone from the Western Mail. <laughs>
4: <laughs> However, he did he did wrestle with someone from the Western Mail uh, before, the, before the match. <laughs> Just
5: um, he, he picked. Uh, Vinnie Jones as captain of Wales because he asked the players to vote on it and the players all thought it would be a laugh if they all voted for Vinnie yeah. because obviously Vinnie Jones shouldn't be captain of Wales but Bobby just went, alright and he was captain of Wales for an international game Gosh this,
4: it, 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 was a, it was a bizarre I mean, I mean Bellamy himself doesn't have many kind words. he was very young at the time Bellamy's what yeah. I, he probably starts off 18 or so I think uh, playing for Wales yeah he would be yeah yeah, yeah, yeah maybe count, even, first cap yeah
1: about that age I think he's 17 yeah, yeah I think he could young. be right
4: And oh, but then but going through it Steph there was other there was other much brighter moments uh, which you must have enjoyed reading about you know the Mark, Mark Hughes era for example the Mark, Mark Hughes
5: era he doesn't go and Craig doesn't do himself enough favours here because he talks a little bit about the game where we beat Italy but he doesn't really go into it yeah. because he scores one of the best international goals, certainly I've seen, yeah, for, from a Wales player. And Simon Davis has gone in that game as a Belter as well. And you just think, yes, we'd be Italy. Yeah, we need, we need. I mean, now it sounds silly because we have qualified for the Euros since then. But we nearly qualified for the Euros in two thousand four. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was when.
4: And that's when
1: Italy were like. They Brilliant were as well. Good,
5: and he, he just kind of glosses over it because.
4: Yeah, I, we were speaking to one of our producers, um, Steve, who is Welsh. Uh, just to give a little shout out to our Welsh producer, Steve, and he said, <laughs> he said, he, he said, "What did Craig say about the Italy match?" And I was like, oh, "I didn't know. I didn't know it was as huge a thing. I guess because we, you know, we, I, mem- I remember the playoffs, the Russia one, which he said he yeah was I, remember, I remember the Russia players. Yeah, it yeah, yeah, um, was really sad. Which must have been a, a tough moment. But yeah, the I, I I enjoy any reference to Simon Davis, to be honest. As a my, my if my dad's listening, my dad. Dad's favourite player, I think, of all time at Spurs is genuinely Simon Davis. He's uh I don't know if he does it as a joke or not, but he always like anytime anytime you know, like I don't know. Bale or Son's not performing well. He goes, oh, bring on Simon Davis. <laughs> that <it is. laughs> That'll help. And I go, oh God, it just annoys me. But um, I, I do, but I do like Simon Davis. And also, something else um, Steve told me, apparently yeah. Simon Davis played in the same village team growing up with uh, David Gray. Of, of Babylon fame. Um, of Babylon fame. Apparently, yeah. Who I didn't even they know was Welsh.
5: He's not. Oh. <laughs> being the main problem. Did he? Did he like commute in? Yeah, he commuted to play for them. Yeah. He was really got scouted by a team in Pembroke,shire <laughs> to go and play for them on weekends. He would travel up from London. Yeah. Uh, no, I think he moved to the area. He's he's one of those. Um, there's a local, well, na- national newspaper called The Wales on Sunday, and there's this sort of thing called being Wales on Sunday Welsh, which is a spurious link to be like Kylie. People like that who's, okay. you know, oh, see. Your, your mum's from Merthyr kind of vibe. <laughs> so David Gray would always be one of those. One of the ones from Coldplay lived in North Wales. Uh, that they kind really of thing. Cling it on, yeah. Yeah, trying to find something Welsh.
4: like, like Which T- is kind of
5: how Bobby Gould picked his squad, in fact.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's true. And Kylie Minogue got ten caps in that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for this week's Out of Context, Craig Bellamy. So, Steph, uh, would you like to kick us off, Steph, with, with your one?
5: Right. So, <laughs> when they weren't playing pool, they watched the History Channel. They were obsessed with crimes. More accurately, they were obsessed with criminals. They loved mass murderers. They were totally fascinated by them.
4: <laughs>
2: I adore that so
4: much. <laughs> I, I hate to ruin No Context
2: Club. And no, this is one no. of the main
4: things. But is this about Martin O'Neill?
2: It's about no. Martin O'Neill's assistance, isn't it? That's it. It's, but Martin, yeah, it is. Martin it's O'Neill also staff. loves
4: true crime, right, apparently?
2: Yeah, yeah. He, he's fascinated with the JFK trial. Yeah!
4: yeah. Such a, such a... <laughs> Did anyone else know that before? I was I was going to say that
1: Martin O'Neill has some kind of... What was he before? Was he a lawyer or something? a solicitor, yeah. Was he a, he's a, he yeah, like he's, a PhD a... in something? Yeah. Yes. I think cr- it might even be criminology. He's got a PhD. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I knew he was sort of involved. That's a
4: podcast. Martin O'Neill solving crimes. I would,
1: <laughs>
5: oh! <laughs>
4: That's a good idea.
5: Drunk Martin O'Neill solving crimes.
2: <laughs> he he goes to courts like he just goes and watches random cases. Does he? Yeah, that's what they said in the book. He just mm-hmm. like turns up. He's like, okay, I'll watch this. I'll watch this murder trial. Yeah, sure. But imagine if you're on trial for murder.
5: <laughs> it's quite <laughs> a serious moment in your life. I would suggest either way, <laughs> yeah. if you've done it or haven't done it, yeah. it's, you, you need to concentrate. I would. I don't know. You, yes, you resigned to the fact you're definitely going down. But you look to your left and Martin O'Neill's there,
2: yeah. just, just, just taking that? notes with a packet of crisps, just going. Yeah, just That's Celtic manager Martin O'Neill. Well, the idea that he would then like go up to the barrister and be like, "Well, if you play this formation, I really reckon you're going to get a much better." Just passing
5: notes down the line to them. Yeah,
4: uh, I've got I've got one here. Uh, I went to Malta for a week. I was the youngest person on the island. It's Gary Neville's favourite place, which says it all. <laughs> what a, <laughs> what a slam. <laughs> Well, What's that? To a both clowns. Neville and, and Malta. Yeah. Oh, quite nice place. I've been there. I think it's yeah. got younger. I think it's got younger sense. <laughs> they tried to make it into a party island, I was told. Yeah, I brought I brought the I brought the party to Malta. Um, <laughs> you brought the age down. I brought the age down a bit. James, any eh, This
1: is this is quite long, this one, but I love it. Okay, here it goes. I went to shake his hand as I was leaving. He stopped me. No, he said, waving away my hand. Hug. So I gave him a hug. What? <laughs> Just just the one just the one word response no hug, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hug. so odd to me
4: again can we reveal who that is
1: yeah it's freddie shepherd the newcastle chairman former newcastle chairman yeah, yeah.
4: So that's great that segment because he's i think it's very it's, funny. he's very annoyed at him for uh, everything yeah everything <laughs> is it during the soonest time yeah and he wants he wants it to prove that he wants to play for the club
2: yeah and then he yeah. tries
4: to get rid of him and then bellamy says i'm not letting you leave me he was like that's exactly the attitude i want no hands Bring it in Give oh, us a hug
1: You passed the test <laughs> yeah, Come here Exactly yeah. he's, he's flown off to play for Wales
5: While he was injured Got himself more injured <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. I love But <laughs> yeah. understandably Freddie Shepard Is not impressed by no. that
4: And there'll be more Craig Bellamy After the break Including a dramatic reading And yes That golf club incident From Ronaldo
2: to Messi Ronaldinho to Keane
1: Gerard to Aguero
2: And so many more all the big names of the 21st century football are celebrated on this podcast. And how do you find it? Just search 21st century football on your podcasting apps now. Got that underwear range. You've got a pair on now, haven't you, Stephen? No, no. I soiled mine this morning. <laughs> Join YouTuber Statman Dave, Stephen Tries, kneepeg with the radio legend Adam Brown and me, Will Brazier. You know what to do. Search 21st century football on your podcast apps. It sound right, boy.
3: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
4: Welcome back to Football Book Club where we're reading Craig Bellamy's Good Fella and we're still joined by Steph Guerrero. Hello. Hey. hey. <laughs> hey. Uh, we've talked about Craig's young life and uh, we had a little chat about uh, Craig playing for Wales, but we've spoken less about his club career. And he played for a lot of clubs, as you mentioned at the beginning. So I'm going to go straight in with a dramatic reading. Uh, Steph as the guest, can you say the words uh, cue dramatic music, please?
5: Cue dramatic music
4: oh
2: god. oh god. that was great come on oh. you should do all the talking on this
4: podcast <laughs> yeah why are we even bothering weighing in when, when Steph's <laughs> got that in his locker oh my <laughs> <laughs> god this story is called Craig Bellamy accidentally signs for Coventry City <laughs> okay <laughs> Here we go! I kept thinking that I didn't want to sign for Coventry. I wanted to sign for Newcastle. This wasn't what I envisaged. But he also said that Norwich had given Coventry permission to talk to me, and that the manager, Gordon Strachan, and the chairman, Brian Richardson, were driving down to meet me as we were speaking. I felt I couldn't refuse to meet them. I thought I'd just listen and them walk away. Oh, also, by the way, they're meeting him in some kind of, like, country house for some reason
2: not a uh, service not a station, service it, station. It, service station. Yes.
4: Yeah, it, it should be a service station <laughs> it's like yeah. um, Gordon Strachan just like googled oh, lo- nice places of interest in the area <laughs> goes, oh, let's go there got a good cream tea yeah. <laughs> <I'm enjoying that. laughs> I felt I couldn't refuse to meet them I thought I'd just listen and then walk away I didn't have an agent at that time I had a financial advisor called Jonathan so I rang him and I asked his advice what, 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 I
5: have no advice apart from get more money what's your financial <laughs> yeah. advisor going to do what formations <laughs> do they play up there what style of football does Strachan play? He's an accountant. I've got
4: a good ISA for you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was just as nervous about it as me. He didn't know what yeah, to ben do. I bet he was. Of course he didn't. Course, He's not a football you know, agent. Craig, Craig has thrown him in at the deep end here.
1: It's like following a friend, isn't it, where they have no idea what the answer is. It's
4: like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess
5: oh, no, B? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs>
2: How certain are you? 10%? I didn't realise you were a footballer. I'm just joking. i <laughs> <laughs> I met
5: you once in HSBC. Yeah, I, <laughs> I worked drug. behind the till there.
4: He just dealt with my financial stuff. John said he would get straight up there and make sure I didn't get stitched up. I got to the hotel and Strachan and Richardson were waiting for me. Strachan spoke brilliantly about football, his philosophy, and his plans for the club. He was up front. He was. Oh, he was up front. He was, he was up, up f- front. Not as yeah. in he was up front as He as was up front. So, yeah. <laughs> I was playing behind him Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah He was getting to the end Of his career But uh, Yeah, yeah. Like,
5: This is how we're going to line up Okay Craig Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to play up front First things first <laughs> Three more goals I break the Premier League record
4: <laughs>
2: Yeah <laughs> Craig's there uh, Brilliant I love it I'm on board Okay
4: <laughs> He said Cra- Coventry Weren't a top Premier League club But they worked hard He said he would work Day and night uh, To help me become The player I wanted to become He really impressed me But Coventry as a club Didn't I had my heart set on Newcastle then things got messy, and it does take a turn. As I was talking to Strachan, John walked in with John Fashanu. <laughs> <laughs> this is what circa ninety eight. So this is probably uh, when he was on um, Gladiators. Gladiators. This is probably Gladiators. Turned up with Ulrika.
1: <laughs> <laughs> John Fashanu turned up with Jet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then uh, another one bites the dust. Started playing, and Wolf was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was
1: amazing. Pyrotechnics.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'd never met him before. I had no idea what he was suddenly doing, presenting himself at the negotiations <laughs> for my transfer deal. I took John aside and asked him what was going on. It turned out he'd got to know who over the last few months. When I called John to tell him that uh, this is in Norwich, by the way, and I think fashion is he is he from Norwich? In just a obviously county, for his Norwich. Well, Blake, did, did John yeah. as well? Yeah.
5: John may have been at Barrytown at the time because he'd taken over. If his financial advisor was from Wales, oh, John actually for a short period, took over Barrytown. So wow. he might have met him. I don't know. Maybe he was negotiating a loan to buy Barrytown. I don't know. <laughs> but this may have been how the link-up happened.
4: Wow. This is the kind of context we weren't getting from um, Glenn Roder's Christmas tree sir. So, <laughs> so this, is,
2: this is great
4: stuff.
5: <laughs> However, imagine how freaked out you'd be if some random footballer from the late 80s, early 90s turned up, who you'd never met before... Especially you've when you've got the crazy your bank gang. manager coming down to advise you, <laughs> yeah. and he turns up with an actual footballer.
4: He phoned him to ask for advice, and before he knew it, Fashioner would invite himself along as well. He said he would come along to make sure I didn't get taken for a ride and offered to, to look over the contract while at the hotel. John Reed didn't know what to say, so he accepted this offer.
2: <laughs> He's definitely there just for the cream tea, isn't he? Are <laughs> <Yeah. So laughs> you going to that lovely, uh, lovely yeah. country man? I'm, I'm there. in.
4: After they'd gone for a little while, Strachan marched over to where John and I were sitting. Um, Craig, what's your arrangement with John Fashionably? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got a call, she responded doing Craig. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> got a clue <clip. laughs> <laughs> That's a strange situation You kn- you know he might be trying to get paid money for this Strachan said, he could want a percentage I didn't know if this was true but I looked over at Jod and his face went white because I think he realised how embarrassing this was, he went to speak to Fashiono and left me with Strachan, I'm sorry I said this is a mess, it's nothing to do with me my brain felt scrambled, Strachan was a decent bloke I didn't want to appear like an idiot in front of him but this all looked so amateurish, I felt guilty I felt embarrassed, it was just a nightmare so Craig signed for Coventry City. So to, <laughs> to save go.
2: embarrassment. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Out of social awkwardness, he moves club. <laughs> I couldn't ask John to leave. I can relate to that. Yeah. I'd
1: probably do the same thing. <laughs> I feel bad. I've wasted your time. Yeah. I've yeah. introduced you to
5: a late 80s striker that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, He's not part of the deal. My financial
2: I,
1: advisor says the deal looks kosher. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> but again, I don't understand how John Fashny was going to get a cut of that deal I was like Well I've turned up here So I need yeah. 10% Like how does that what, what did he What was his role in that
4: One of the weirdest Dramatic readings we've done I think Very weird Yeah But, but, but do,
5: how do you sign For a club mm. but Just, just not, that's, that's not possible Is it that's, That can't be What happened it's so It can't weird. be Are you and saying then, That Craig Bellamy Is an unreliable narrator Stan? I am not saying that Because as I've already Established I don't want to get Beaten up by Craig <laughs> Bellamy <laughs> Thank you very much
4: James, there was another uh, time in Craig Bellamy's career that you particularly enjoyed. uh,
1: A a place close to you. Yeah, pretty close. I I lived there for a long time. Um, I really loved the Newcastle era, um, particularly the beginning of it, just because of the dynamic between all the different personalities when he first arrives there. So there's, there's Bobby Robson... Um, who comes across as like friendly, wise old teacher? He comes across there's... brilliantly. I, I yeah, love he really him. Does in
2: this. there's a bit where Craig Bellamy says, "I thought of him as a crying, kindly grandfather," which is so <laughs> lovely. I think or... so many
1: of us think of him like yeah, that. It's though.
2: True. F- but fundamentally, a very weird way to think of your boss. That's us <laughs> be <honest. laughs> <laughs> oh, It's my old my old boss, Grandpa. Hi, <laughs> hi, Boss Grandpa.
1: <laughs> I love like Bobby Robson's whole like you know. Son, walk with me. Yeah, and then he loved the word son. He, he, yeah. yeah, I loved all that. Um, but then you had John Carver, who <laughs> was a coach, who was who was like a big kid, um, and him and him and Bellmy had this weird relationship. But Bellmy must have been sort of early twenties at the time. Yeah, um, and they were like best friends, had gotten nights out together, which I didn't fully understand why they were such good friends. I don't remember that bit in the book. Yeah, he said we yeah. used to go on evenings out together. Yeah. Oh, wow!
4: Um, I remember you used to go out with. Um... Dyer and Carl Court, I think, were some of the people. Yeah, but yeah. and John Carver tagged along as well. <laughs> nice. John
1: Carver, yeah. yeah. Nikos
4: Dabizas, I think he mentions as well, was another one he brought.
1: And then the then Shearer, who's a sort of like distant, uh, well, he's described as a sort of self absorbed, distant uh, character, a bit cold.
4: Very interesting relationship. Because Bellamy suggests that there's some kind of rivalry between Bobby Robson and Alan Shearer because they're both mm. uh, kind of uh, Tyne heroes.
1: But you mentioned Kieran Dyer, James, who he becomes really close friends with but what really made me laugh about his relationship with Kieran Dyer is they were really good friends at Newcastle but even when he left Newcastle Kieran Dyer just like became his personal assistant for some reason I was like source of news he just yeah. it was very weird well source of news that was already in the
5: newspapers most of the time <laughs> Yeah, it's like Craig couldn't be asked to go to the shop yeah. and Kieran would text him you'll never guess what they've written about you now
2: <laughs> so, yeah, I don't,
5: I don't know what. I, I, hang on, let me go to the news yeah. agent. Hang yeah. on, I'll go to the garage,
2: <laughs> back in a bit,
5: have a look at it
1: for you. I mean, where where was Kieran Dyer when this is a little bit later? This is when Bellamy's at City, I think. When they're, they're talking about it being uh, Hughes's last game, Mark hughes last game. If he if he if he doesn't win, he's going to get fired. And, and dyer's feeding him this information. Dyer must have been where was Dyer at this point? Because he wasn't West there. Out.
4: West Ham, yeah, might been West Ham. Why was he yeah. texting
1: him this? Like, oh, they're saying it's going to be Mark Hughes' last game, Bella's. You better, you better save him. Why are you getting involved, Kieran? Just <laughs> it's in focus your on business. your football.
4: Kieran Dyer was very prominent in this book, and the thing I liked about most about Kieran Dyer, um, going back to Bobby Robson, I love their relationship in this book. Kieran Dyer and Bobby Robson have the most explosive relationship. Uh, it's a bit like it reminded me of a um, a Spanish soap opera. They're kind of one second they're (laughs) yelling at each other and the next they're like all over each other, like totally in love with each other basically because, as Craig thinks, they're both loosely connected to Ipswich Town.
3: but Even yes, though they had, yeah, they had no yeah. connection
4: there at all, really. I think Die was a Ipswich kid, and Bobby Robson obviously managed Ipswich, but decades
2: before. And <laughs> yeah. no, of, link. And no
1: link. At and, all. Yeah, and no, then,
2: I, hang on, I, I, I lived in Ipswich for a while, and I think that if you've lived in Ipswich, you have a connection back to Ipswich, even if you've long <laughs> after the you've, lap. You've, lap lived there, through, just because you've lived through that. <laughs> the one-way system is a nightmare, and I think it you is. bond over that. It's, an it's like me and nightmare.
1: Jonathan Woodgate, you know, we're both from T side, we see each other now. Just, just a nod. We yeah. just, we're both know. Just a, we're yeah, you know it.
5: He doesn't want to talk. To you. He'd embarrass both <laughs> of you, wouldn't it? Just a nod of acknowledgement and walk
1: yeah.
2: on. That's all you need.
1: Yeah, they're all just like big kids, aren't they? I mean, this is a prominent theme throughout all these football books. They're like high school children. The way they deal with things, the way they bicker, the petulance. It's quite funny. I, I,
5: yeah, but even, even Bobby Robson's approach to when that John Carver thing kicks off in the airport. And Bellamy has a big fight with him, and they're yes. rolling around behind the
2: press conference? Yeah, <laughs> you can hear, like, stuff going on in the background as they're talking yeah. about, like, tactics. You can just hear it's like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's funny, though, because with that fight with John Carver, there's a point where Bellamy in the book says, um, you know, I've, I've, got it, I've got it here. He says, uh, a fight isn't just fist, it is what it is. Whatever you can get hold of, you get hold of, which brings us on to... A famous moment with Ooh. Craig Bellamy, quite nicely, further on in his career.
4: Are you doing segues on the show yeah, now, i
1: <laughs> <laughs> I spotted a moment and I went for it.
4: Let's go for it. Uh, let, let's let's uh, add the doodle um, dood dude. Do, do, do. <laughs> because I'm not having anyone put on segues in my show, apart from me. I'm Oof. the only one doing. Yeah, that. let's put, let's bring the section to an abrupt end.
2: Yeah
4: jack a segment that no one uh, has mentioned yet uh, uh, the, uh <laughs>
2: the 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 golf club incident the golf club incident and this is the i've looked it up we've done however many books 40 whatever it is this is the fourth time this story has come up in these books it's oh, it, wow this is this is probably the most repeated story in, in all of the books that we've done this
4: and the champions league 2005
2: final and so yeah. much, the 2007, yeah. 2007 one comes up a lot. Yeah, yeah. We, we read too many
4: Liverpool books is basically what we're saying. We definitely Liverpool's. read too many yeah. Liverpool
2: books.
1: It's great though, because, not to bring more film references into it, but to do that exactly. It's like on Jackie <laughs> Brown, where it's sort of, you <laughs> see that scene repeat from like well, different yes. angles and different perspectives. It is, it's it's, it's, really it's interesting.
2: genuinely, so I've, I've actually, because because of that exact reason, I've sort of been doing a deep dive into our old books that we've read and looking at, like, the inconsistencies of the story. So, uh, very ah. quickly... Do you have any, like, um, crime th- music
4: playing in the background?
2: Yeah, I want I want the theme from Serial. Can we get that? <laughs> nah, we can't get that, but... Uh, we'll oh, get, no, I mean, okay. legally,
5: no.
4: Yeah, <laughs> we'll, get the, we'll get the nearest thing possible, uh, royalty-free.
2: So, hi, I'm Sarah Koenig, I mean, Jack Bernhardt. <laughs> okay. This is looking at Vale de Lobo, the Vale de Lobo incident. These are the facts that we know. Uh, In 2007, Liverpool uh, go on a training expedition to the Algarve where they have a uh, party out doing karaoke. Uh, During the karaoke, John Irisa and Craig Bellamy have a little scuffle uh, over something. Uh, Back home, John Irisa goes back to the apartments where they all live. Craig Bellamy gets very angry and turns up in John Irisa's hotel and hits him with a golf club. These are the facts. This is what we know. Yeah. So we've got we've got four different editions, four different versions of this book. We've got okay. Jermaine Pennant's uh, a version. Yeah. We've got uh, Stephen Gerald's version. We've got Craig Bellamy's version. We've got Jersey Dudek's version. And go uh, back,
4: go back and listen to those episodes, guys, as well. Uh, go back <laughs> and
2: listen. A, some good promo. So Jermaine Pennant claims that John Arnie Reeser is saying to Craig Bellamy, "Go up there and do karaoke. Go up there and do karaoke. You should go and sing a song." Craig Bellamy says, no, I don't want to do a song. And uh, John Arisa says, oh, you act like a hard man, eh? I hate you. I punch your lights out. And then leaves. And then Craig Bellamy <laughs> later on. Good impression of John
4: <laughs> That was really good. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah.
2: genuinely calls him a hard man. You're like, I don't think John Arneisa ever said hard man in his life. So then Craig Bellamy gets really angry, gets a golf club, and starts smacking like John Arneisa over and over again with this golf club. John Arneisa has like blood pouring out of his face. It's awful. Um, but we all know that Jermaine Patton is a liar uh, <laughs> and he can't be trusted in anything. Yep. So we can we can discount his story almost immediately. Stephen Gerrard's version: He says there was a bit of handbags between uh, between Craig Bellamy and John Arne and it ended up that Craig Bellamy hit him with a golf club. Anyway, uh, <laughs> and that is <laughs> basically all, all. he says is like, "Moving on, we want to it Barcelona." What does he talk about in that book, Gerrard? Because it's five hundred pages long, and all it's the story seems to be really, really short. yeah In Craig Bellamy's version, yeah, uh, and I think this is probably the one that we're going to have to say is so far canonically accurate. Um, Craig Bellamy's version, he says that John Alarisa was supposed to go along to a, a Christmas party that was done earlier he said that he couldn't go. He had something to attend to back in Norway. Turns out that was a lie. John Anarisa just didn't want to go. The, the Liverpool players found out and said, OK, next time we have a party, you've got to sing at, and do like karaoke in front of everyone. Craig yeah. Bellamy, at this party, gets a bit drunk and says to John Arisa, um, go, and, you know, go up in there and sing. Go up there and sing. John Anarisa says something like, I'm not singing and I hate you, and runs off. <laughs> Craig Bellamy says, I'm not having that. How dare he say he hates me? And turns up with Steve Finnan in, uh, Steve Finnan's like dragging him away, but Craig Bellamy still goes into Johnny Reese's room and he claims, let's see, I've got to get the exact phrasing here. He says, uh, "Ginge was in bed. I just whacked Ginge, him across the yeah. backside with the club. You couldn't really call it a swing; it was just a thwack, really. If I'd taken a proper swing, I'd have hit the ceiling with my back left. Here are the facts: it's apparently just a little thwack, nothing too big, nothing too major. He couldn't have looked too aggressive; it was just a small hit. There's thwack nothing too bad. sounds painful." it yeah. does sound painful. Flack sounds uh, like Batman from the sixties. It does. <laughs> <doesn't>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But crucially, now this is crucial, and I I know this has been going on for ages, but just give me my own spin-off podcast at some point, and I'll make a much better version of this. So he says that uh, Rafa Benitez and um, Paco, the uh, the fitness guy, weren't too bothered because apparently Jersey Dudek had um, been fighting in a bar and had had to have been like he'd been arrested, and Rafa Benitez had to bail him out. So therefore. Or Craig Bellamy thinks I'm on the clear I'm in the clear because you know Jertsy Dudek's done uh, something much much worse it's fine so it sort of implies that Jersey Dudek has, has done something terrible that should have got more attention but, but. Oh. but there is a fourth most crucial um, we're going back to a big poll in our goal the Dudek. a big poll in our goal by Jertsy Dudek yeah. he claims I, I do
1: feel like I should have said earlier that if we're going to carry on with these court proceedings Martin O'Neill should probably be here <laughs> But it's too late now, we're too far in so We're continue. too far in,
2: he, I, I have to repeat the whole thing to him So it's no point in doing it Jerzy Dudek says that he he left the bar at like 2 in the morning And and thought he didn't have his camera So he tries to go back into the bar to get his camera And the security guard uh, says to him I don't have your camera, go away, please leave uh, Jerzy Dudek fights him for a bit Daniel Aga turns up and says I've got your camera mate Jerzy Dudek doesn't believe him <laughs> Still fights him but this is the important bit. Jersey yeah. Dudek goes home. He goes back to his apartment. Not to prison. Not to prison. He goes right. back to oh, his apartment yeah. with Pepe Rayner at about two in the morning after this event. Jersey yeah. Dudek says, "I should go apologise to that security guard." No, you should now. <laughs> Arguably, this is the biggest mistake that Josep makes because yes. Pepe Reina, as as he's right to point out, there is no way that security guard is going to be standing next to the the club that he has now left because no. the club is closed. Josep won't listen to reason. Yeah, gets out of his room. Yeah, and then is immediately tackled to the ground by policemen. <laughs> what are they waiting for him? Well, he's tackled to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> How many wells are we getting in this? <laughs> We're getting a lot of wells. Really are. Uh, He gets tackled on the ground. He gets handcuffed. He says that the policemen are waiting there for him because they've turned up hearing that there is a strange man holding a golf club, swinging it around. So, Craig Uh, Bellamy's version of events is inaccurate because why would the policemen go and attack Jersey Dudek if they weren't caught there in the first place? Oh, this is interesting.
1: Very good work.
2: I'll be honest, I was wondering where it was going.
0: But
4: uh, <laughs> that's really that's really. I mean, we're going to have to read um, John Arisa's Running Man. We think, have next. to read John Arisa's Yeah, to special. get to get the other side of the story. What was it like? Uh, um, BBC Radio Wales when that happened? Steph, were you there? Were you there at Radio Wales? Yeah, time? Yeah, yeah. It would
5: have been sort of there. Uh, maybe BBC Sport Online even at that period. And it was Cardiff was rife with rumours through the grapevine that he was going to try the celebration that he then tries. Yes. So. I know rumours of people who had a serious amount of money on him scoring against Barcelona and also a subsidiary bet
1: of celebrating oh, with a golf
2: swing that's yeah. yeah, fascinating I yes.
1: spoke about it at the time as well with my brother I said I need to put that bet on because he'll do it 100% it always happens yeah. you know stuff like that and he
2: Why did it I didn't, you put,
5: not? I didn't put the bet on. although watching the goal back his claim that it went over the line before Dirk puts it in <laughs> <laughs>
4: You can claim it if you but want But the, na-
2: the narrative! The yeah. narrative, Steph! Dirk's not
4: getting a golf club out. Steph, was there anything else you wanted to bring up from the book before we, we came to a close?
5: Well, it, it peters. It peters out. He goes, <laughs> and then I went to the Olympics and then Cardiff kind of got promoted. I said, like, mate, come on. Yeah. You could there's, there's a bit more there. And then... Vincent Tan changed Cardiff's traditional kit from blue to red, and I was fine with it. Yeah, because that, that. he was my boss. Come on,
2: mate. Yeah, having having been so outspoken about everything else up to that point, you aren't just like you can say. Surely you can say I don't agree with that. He justifies yeah. it
4: because he kind of says like he loves he like he's a fan of people who understand branding or something. <laughs>
2: he goes like, <laughs> basically. And, and that's why thing, Mark Craig knows, Bellamy. Bellamy.
4: Yeah, Craig regularly is a is a PR mastermind. <laughs>
5: he'd he'd have been all right with the Leeds rebrand. The last yeah, for oh, that oh, day. No, no. Gosh be cool that. with yeah. that. I feel
1: like he just runs things through uh, Kieran Dyer and just sees what he thinks. And Kieran he goes, Dyer, yeah, his so, financial yeah. advisor, oh. and
5: John Fashion, who all said it was fine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they went with it. It
2: was perfectly good. Like, just, just agree with it. It's probably fine. John Fashion is here, and I don't know what he's doing here. He's brought I Wolf. Don't. Oh, God. <laughs>
5: We were those big earbuds? Got <laughs> <With massive laughs> an earbuds ready to hit someone. Uh, Steph, did the book change you? <laughs> did it change me? It made me... It made me more scared of Glade than I've ever been before.
0: Yep. Um,
5: I'm going to be much more cautious with my use of air freshener. Um, I, I would say... It did change my opinions about Craig, but then I've always liked him anyway. Yeah. So... That doesn't mean I don't like him yeah, now. I, was I just say, understand yeah, yeah. him. Yeah, now I dislike him. No, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I understand him slightly more. I'm not sure he understands himself.
4: And I think that he, he, I think he's very upfront about that throughout. To be honest, I think he's always saying he's learning a lot of the time because the men, I, I can't remember the name of the psychologist he brings in, but he says how he changes his life effectively all the way through it. And he, Steve
2: Peters, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It.
4: and he uh, he says how he, you know, he goes from understanding where the anger comes from and trying to harness it. And I think he is on a learning. He's learning all the time throughout it. And he talks about, you know, that with his, with his marriage as well throughout. And I thought that was, uh, I, I didn't mind that so much that he doesn't know himself. Yeah. I thought it was, it was no, interesting yeah. hearing someone trying to understand themselves.
5: I don't think he knows how good he was at football. Mm. Yeah, is the other part. Oh, oh I think God, he, yeah. he thinks he was blagging it.
1: Oh, well, some sometimes he was confident in ability, and then other times he really doubted himself. He went went between the two quite a lot. He sort yeah. of um, he had a bit of a like identity thing, I think, yeah. which isn't something
4: I would think when I think about him. Really
5: no, because you assume he's going to be really cocky and really arrogant, and that's why yeah. he's chippy. But he's probably being chippy to get the extra yard because he thinks that he hasn't got that in him. Yes, and that's yeah. weird because he was great. The rating out of ten, Steph. Uh, 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 six and a half. Set no, seven, seven. seven. Okay, because he might listen. Seven,
4: seven. Okay, so <laughs> sure, that bumped it up a half. I'm giving it eight actually because it Oof. did change my um, preconceptions of him, and I, I'm not justifying it to you guys. I liked it. Uh, Jack, <laughs> Jack
2: um, what about you? What did you think? Uh, I'm giving it a six because I want to fight him. Whoa! Wow! Okay. <laughs> I don't call- want to fight him. Please don't fight me. Please don't fight called- me. Called you out, Craig. Please, please um, James also an eight. What?
1: there we go yeah so enjoyed it so like, where are like we at on the leaderboard so
4: that it, is that 29 my overall which is do, 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 7.25 I think he's level with Neil Redfern which is, which mm-hmm. makes it sound wow. unimpressive but Neil Redfern's book was it quite does. good no,
2: Neil Redfern's <laughs> book was genuinely really good
4: yeah there you go then I, I think it's 5th yeah. uh, joint uh, joint 4th joint, joint fifth. joint 5th good fifth. I feel alright with that the quiz this week, you're all named after other films Martin Scorsese is well known for. So, <laughs> Steph, you're Raging Bull. Jack, Brilliant. you're the king of comedy. And James, uh, you're the animated classic Shark Tale, which Martin, <laughs> Martin Scorsese provided a voice for.
1: <laughs> so, Perfect.
4: Shout out your new name when you know the answer. Complete the sentence. I am five foot six tall, but I'm telling you this. When I was standing in that tunnel with Bobby Robson, I felt like I was... The king of comedy? Uh, please.
2: Didier Drogba is correct. Very <laughs> good. <laughs> like, yes. Oh, wait, and that bit is so because you do expect it to be like okay, like eight foot tall. And it's like no. Yeah. Oh, Didier Drogba, say it. a very tall person. footballer. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
4: question number two: At the famous uh karaoke instant, we've already discussed. What song does Craig sing to a n- oh, raging bull?
2: Raging uh, bull. Uh, You're
5: gorgeous is- by is- Baby Bird
2: is correct. Oh, yes. What a
5: ridiculous <laughs> thought.
2: And he does it to he does it to a um to like a reserve goalkeeper who he says is like uh you know he's a nice guy but he looks let's just say rather rugged, Uh, (laughs) pointlessly mean, Craig. Pointlessly
4: mean. Question three: What country does Craig Bellamy set up a foundation in to help less fortunate young footballers?
2: The
1: animated uh, movie classic Shark Tale. (laughs) I like I you
4: the whole um, thing uh, you could just say Tell,
1: but yep oh right I thought you made it needlessly long for me to say the, the long version um, Sierra Leone is
4: correct Yeah, well done Belgium. that's a great bet question number four uh, another great segment how much does Craig Bellamy offer the Derby players if they manage to beat Norwich when they're challenging with Cardiff for promotion oh,
2: the, the key of comedy yes is it, is it 30 grand very good I don't um, think because that's that's such a that's such a large amount of money it's a lot he goes like
4: spit it between yourselves he says like go for a meal I was like, a meal doesn't <laughs> cost 30 <No> where <laughs> yeah. yeah and that was in the days of like orange wednesdays you probably could have got all that <laughs> a, squad, a squad of 30 for about 20 yeah. quid probably yeah <laughs> Here's a code, look, Robbie Savage. Here's a code for Orange Wednesdays. They can see a film and get some balls for that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We're we're committed to play now. We (laughs) will absolutely nail it.
4: And finally, Goodfellas was nominated for six Academy Awards. Outrageously winning just one. What for? The King of Comedy. Yes. Makeup. No, it's a a big. It's one of the big ones, not the big ones. Uh, uh,
5: Raging Bull. Yes. Best Supporting Actor.
1: For who? One of the supporting Shuck Till. Shark Till. Go on. Pesci? Rob De Niro.
4: No. Pesci? Yes. I'm gonna give it to Steph because that is the exact that is the answer. God. Is Joe Pesci winning it for that? So Steph, you've drawn with Jack. And I have I'm the winner. No As the as the guest, Steph yep. is the winner.
2: Steph exactly. wins. Go and argue with your mum and dad about it, Jack. (laughs) Oh, God, they're going to hear about it tonight when they pick me up from
4: (laughs) our podcast. Steph, thank you so much for coming on the show uh, this week. No problem. It's been Been fun. Absolutely brilliant guest. Um, Tell everyone why they should listen to Socialism Sports Bar. Just,
5: why not? Yeah. Why not? Why not? (laughs) Why not? Why wouldn't you? I don't don't, don't understand people who don't listen to it. I don't get it. It's weird, I don't get why. Why would you not? What (laughs) what better are you doing?
2: I I, I totally agree. I, I'm, I'm I've only listened to a bit and I, I do now feel like I'm best friends with you three. Yeah, it's, really it's good. Yeah. It's great. It's so nice. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure Mike Bubbins likes me that much, but uh, <laughs> I listen to it. But, yeah.
5: I think he'll love you. I think he loves all of you, really. Oh. oh. He's just a troubled man. <laughs> He's got a Bellamy autobiography in him where he starts to understand himself. We did some best ofs. Give the best of a go. There's a best of part one, best of part two. Give, those, give one of those a go. If you don't like it after five minutes... We don't want you to listen. If you do like it after five minutes, give it a listen. There you go.
4: Another little thing, Steph. We're writing an autobiography for a made-up player called Andy Crabb. Excellent. 90s, noughties, kind of legend. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, We've had a bunch of guests who suggest a lot of things for him so far. So Tom Fordyce came on. He's going to play for Sheffield Wednesday because of him. Uh, George Ellick the other week suggested he wants him to be a championship manager icon. In two thousand and one, two who never fulfilled his potential. Anything you'd like to see? And oh, he, he doing doing
5: played. It? He played on the wing uh, for Wales in that Cumbrian town, town game. He did the cross <laughs> for Gould to score.
4: Did he? Uh, so yeah, 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 Is he? Is he? Is he a Welsh international?
5: I don't think he ever played full capped internationals. No, I think he played twenty ones uh, schoolboys for England, and then we kind of got him. After that, he always wanted to be Welsh, so he really loved his grandma, who was from Rill.
2: Ah, that's great. He was so excited to get called up for Wales, and then when yeah. he found out it was against Cumberland, he was, was <laughs> Yeah, he was out.
4: If you've read this week's book or any book we've read get in touch get in touch about anything we'd love to hear from you you can find us on Twitter at Footy Book Club Instagram at Football Book Club and we're on Facebook Uh, plus we've got that brand new email address fbc at crowdnetwork.co.uk Jack, James and I are going to continue chatting about the book to book club members over on our Patreon we're patreon.com forward slash football book club join the football book club club and make sure you listen next week because you've got something very special coming Coming Monday No one has ever done this before Football Book Club take on their greatest challenge yet.
2: I'm not sure I can go on.
4: As they read the ultimate literary trilogy.
2: I just cannot believe what I
4: am reading here. In person, off the record, and reboot. Football Book Club podcast read the Michael Owen trilogy, starting Monday.
1: Michael Owen on a log flume at Disneyland. (laughs)
4: That's right. We're finally doing it. The Michael Owen trilogy off the record in person and reboot over three weeks. And we're kicking it off with in person next week. How are you feeling? Jack and James. We're edging closer.
2: I want to quit the show. (laughs) (laughs) See you later, everyone. Thanks.
4: (laughs) Thanks for listening to football book club. It featured James bug, Steph Guerrero, Jack Bernhardt, and James Balgen. It was created by James Bug, and it was a Crowd Network production. Thanks to Craig Bellamy for writing the book, but where are they all now? Well, Craig retired with 78 Wales caps to his name. He's now an occasional pundit and hired Kieran Dyer as a full-time PA. John Fashioner has run his eye over every major transfer dealing over the past two decades, uninvited of course, and Bobby Gould and John Hartson still meet up every couple of months for a good old wrestle. We'll be back next week, but in the meantime, for 20 minutes more Bellamy chat, head to patreon.com forward slash football book club. See you then. Bye-bye.